0: By now, you probably know that cryptocurrencies are not controlled by banks or financial institutions or governments. Regulation, though, is almost inevitable, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. We've come to Luno HQ in Cape Town, where Luno Africa's GM, Marius Rates, goes into some detail about the
1: potential regulation of cryptocurrency. So labels are important as it helps regulators know how to fit something into or whether to fit something into an existing framework or whether they should create a new regulatory framework. It's important for regulators to put adequate controls in place and that counts for any new disruptive technology so that it's not used for crime. But to regulate, you need to know which box to put it in and putting something in one box implicitly excludes it from being in another box. It's complex and different people use cryptocurrency for different things. And I think that's why it's important for us just maybe to look at the main categories, commodity, Bitcoin as a currency, Bitcoin as a security, and then maybe something new. So maybe Bitcoin should fit into a new category because it's a new technology. Firstly, if we look at Bitcoin as a commodity, in this case, commodities typically will include things like raw materials, precious metals, agricultural products, etc. And these can typically be traded on exchanges. I think very important here is that these commodities are interchangeable. Then secondly, if we look at cryptocurrency as a currency and this is after all what it's intended to be a currency typically acts as a medium of exchange a store of value and then also as a unit of account and i think very important is to look at the characteristics of a currency or key things that the currency should be or meet in order for it to function as a currency and firstly a currency needs to be divisible one must be able to break down a currency into smaller units and in the case of bitcoin bitcoin can be broken down into smaller units called satoshis it must be fungible So, one Bitcoin must equal one Bitcoin, one rand must equal one rand. It must be scarce. So, there needs to be a limited supply. If there's an unlimited supply of that currency in the market, that'll push up the price of goods and that will lead to something like hyperinflation that we saw in Venezuela. And then… Lastly, it must be transferable. So you must be able to transfer that currency or that unit or that object from point A to point B. Cash is a currency, but it's not always practical because you have to do transactions in person. In the case of Bitcoin, Bitcoin can be sent from one Bitcoin address to another, across borders, to anywhere in the world, essentially. It's important to mention that anything, if it meets these four or five criteria, then it can act as a currency. And people shouldn't confuse currency with legal tender. Just because something is a legal tender, that doesn't mean that it's illegal. And then, thirdly, if you look at Bitcoin as a security, securities typically include things like financial assets, stocks, or bonds. The main reason why Bitcoin Probably won't be seen or classified as a security is because it's decentralized and no one controls it. Securities are released by a central authority. Cryptocurrency isn't backed by anyone, it's not owned by anyone. Cryptocurrency isn't backed by anything other than trust. I think, lastly, if we look at it in terms of a new category, regulators will need to treat cryptocurrency as unique and not try to box it into any of the previous three categories. There's no simple answer, but the important thing here is the versatility that cryptocurrency offers people and offers great opportunities. If you think of a migrant worker, someone working in South Africa, wanting to send money from South Africa to another country, let's say to Zimbabwe, they will then use Bitcoin as a currency or as a payment system. If you look at an investor, someone buying Bitcoin to hold it for the long run or someone speculating, they will see Bitcoin as a commodity or as a security And lastly, maybe a software developer using Bitcoin to create new applications, they will merely see Bitcoin as a piece of software. So depending on how you use Bitcoin or the use that Bitcoin provides you, that will then determine whether Bitcoin is a security, whether it's a commodity, whether it's a currency for you. So the approach that most regulators are taking around the world is not to regulate cryptocurrency itself. Not to regulate the technology, but rather to regulate the service providers, the on-ramps. So the point where new clients signs up for that platform. And the most common approach we be seeing is that new customers must sign up. They must provide the identity documents, the proof of address documents, similar to how you would open a bank account. And that is for the exchanges to identify their customers. The intention isn't to stifle innovation. It will be extremely difficult to regulate Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency itself because of its decentralized nature. So that is why the lowing fruit for now is to regulate exchanges. And the main thing there is that the exchanges must know their customers and they must keep their platforms clear and clean of bad actors.
0: Decrypto is everything you need to know about buying, trading and spending cryptocurrency. Brought to you by Luno. Only on cliffcentral.com. cliffcentral.com.